This is Radio Romania International. You are listening to our one-hour broadcast in English for listeners in Western Europe and Africa. We can also be heard on the internet at www.ri.ro, Channel 1. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter and other social media platforms. Our programs are also available on TuneIn, Radio Romania International 1, and in Europe via satellite Utilsat 16A on 11,512 MHz, vertical polarization, azimuth 16 degrees east. We wish you good reception conditions. Welcome, I'm Mihaela Ignatescu with the news, the headlines. By the end of the month, the Romanian government will adopt a decision regarding the implementation of the national plan for combating violence and drug consumption in schools. The U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken is in Israel again, part of his latest tour of the region meant to prevent an escalation of the war in Gaza. And extreme weather disturbed transport and school activity in the east of Romania. The Romanian government should adopt a decision by the end of this month for the implementation of the national plan to combat school violence and drug use. Students will attend health education courses and will be able to be tested with the parents' consent for drug use, according to the National School Safety Plan. Compared to the measures applied so far, the document provides for the establishment of action groups at the level of each pre-university education unit, which will include specialists from the institutions that have undertaken this program. The aim is to combat the trafficking and consumption of psychoactive substances in schools, stop bullying, but also violent crimes. The pre-university education law obliges school principals to report cases of violence against students to the national number 119, and minors involved in such acts, together with their parents, must attend counseling sessions. In case of a refusal, the provision can be applied by court decision. The U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken is in Israel again on his latest regional tour aimed at preventing the escalation of the Gaza war. According to our correspondent, the head of the U.S. diplomacy will try once again to convince the Israeli government to restrict its military operations in order to protect Palestinian civilians. The U.S. would like the Israeli authorities to officially declare that they are moving to the third phase of the war, in which they will reduce their forces in the Gaza Strip and give up massive bombing. Israel is going through a very difficult moment but has real chances of integration with its Arab neighbors, said Antony Blinken in Tel Aviv, where he already met with President Isaac Herzog and Foreign Minister Israel Katz. On Monday, the Israeli army managed to liquidate two field commanders, one in Lebanon, a member of the leadership of the elite force of the Hezbollah organization, and the second in Syria, who was responsible for Hamas's missile attack program on Israel from Syrian territory. 
In Romania, the unemployment rate in November 2023 was 5.4%, a value equal to that recorded in October last year, according to the data published on Tuesday by the National Institute of Statistics. The unemployment rate among men was 0.9 percentage points higher than for women. The high level of the unemployment rate among young people aged 15 to 24 of 21% continues to be worrying, the Institute warns. The Romanian Minister of Health, Alexandru Rafila, has announced that new memoranda on unblocking jobs in the system have been finalized. He stated that he hopes that the government will approve the memoranda as soon as possible so that the employment contest can be organized and the vacant positions filled. The Minister of Finance, Marcel Bolos, has also stated that the issue of jobs in the healthcare system will be resolved this week. In our sports, the European Men's Handball Championship starts in Germany on Wednesday, a competition that will end on January 28th. Romania will play in Group B along with Austria and the strong teams of Spain and Croatia. The top two teams from each group will qualify for the main groups. Romania had not qualified for a European Championship since 1996. And now a look at the weather in Romania, which is cold in most regions, even frosty in the east. The severe weather of the last few days has affected this part of the country, where several localities were left without electricity. In Galatz County in the southeast, the red intervention plan was activated after a minibus with 17 passengers overturned due to powerful gusts of wind. The authorities temporarily closed traffic on several sections of the national road. Several trains are delayed. In Yash County in the northeast, after the heavy snow and blizzard on Monday, the authorities agreed to keep schools, high schools and kindergartens closed today. The activity is also suspended in some educational units from other counties. And that was the news from Bucharest, Radio Romania International. Dear friends, the Radio Romania Board of Administrators decided to temporarily suspend the use of two out of the five Radiocom shortwave transmitters that ensure the broadcast of Radio Romania International's programs because of budget cuts. The RRI programs in English are affected. All of them may be received on only one frequency instead of two as of August the 1st. The frequencies, as well as any other prospective changes operated by Radiocom for to reception monitoring and to your feedback on reception quality will be announced in our broadcasts on our webpage and on Facebook. We invite you to follow RRI's programs online at rri.ro, including On Demand, on SoundCloud, on Android and iOS apps, via TuneIn and via Satellite. You can find more details on our homepage. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, LinkedIn and Spotify. Romania is in the grip of bad weather. I'm Elena Yanaka with more on this topic in a report by Leila Camille. After a mild winter, the cold season finally makes its presence felt in eastern Romania, where heavy snow and blizzard are reported. The counties of Yash, Nemtz, Vrancha, Buzău, Galatz and Braila are among the most affected by the severe weather. 
A number of localities have been left without electricity. Traffic is hampered by blizzard that reduces visibility and by the snow layer on the road. Authorities have temporarily closed traffic on several sections of the national road. At the same time, on other sections, traffic restrictions have been imposed for trucks over 7.5 tons. The most difficult situation is in Galatz County in the southeast, where the Red Intervention Plan has been activated after a minibus with 17 passengers overturned due to the strong wind. At the same time, several trains have been delayed for hours. As for the airport, delays of 20 to 30 minutes have been announced to allow for the mandatory de-icing operation on aircraft. After the heavy snow and blizzard on Monday, the authorities in Yash County decided to keep schools, high schools and kindergartens closed on Tuesday, just one day after the winter holiday had ended. The decision was made by the members of the County Committee for Emergencies. Citizen safety must come first, and at present neither the representatives of the Yash City Hall nor those of the County Council can guarantee that it will be possible to travel safely and that the students will not freeze in the stations or in the means of transport stuck in the snow, the authorities said. In the neighbouring county, Nemtz, classes are suspended in several education units. Classes at schools in eight counties are suspended in physical format and are being held online. The snow and blizzard are also causing problems in the neighbouring country, Moldova, where meteorologists have announced code orange alerts for bad weather and disruptions of transport. The Moldovan authorities decided to suspend the activity of education institutions, schools and kindergartens in the capital, Chisinau, for two days on January 9th and 10th. Also on Monday, the activity of public institutions was suspended except for those involved in snow removal and hospitals. Also on Monday, several flights that were to land in or take off from Chisinau International Airport were cancelled, as airport representatives announced that due to the strong wind and heavy snow, the de-icing procedures could not be conducted. The crossing of trucks through the Lausten Albiza customs was also restricted. The Romanian authorities have temporarily banned the circulation of trucks on public roads due to bad weather. The Romanian government has promised to lift the hiring freeze in the healthcare sector, currently facing a severe shortage of workers. More details in this report by Bogdan Matei. This is not the first time Romanian lawmakers had to amend their own freshly adopted decisions. At the end of 2023, the ruling coalition announced a hiring freeze in the public sector across 2024. Today, they discovered the medical system faces a chronic shortage of workers and thus announced the unblocking of thousands of vacancies. While years ago Romanian physicians had salaries similar to elsewhere in the Western Europe, Today, many doctors continue to search for better-paid jobs abroad, leaving an increasing number of villages without doctors and municipal hospitals without specialists. Looking at the statistics, healthcare professionals say only Bucharest and other large university centres, such as Cluj-Napoca, Târgu-Mureș, Iași or Craiova, have enough physicians, while nearly three-quarters of counties face a severe shortage. 
From the opposition, Usare claims there is a nationwide deficit of over 20,000 nurses and auxiliary staff and some 8,000 physicians. 15,000 doctors are needed at national level. Wana Sivake, executive director of the administration of hospitals and medical services in Bucharest, says, arguing that the government's measures to cut public spending have led to personnel losses, creating difficulties for patients. We call on the health ministry to recognize the critical situation regarding the shortage of medical staff and come up with a methodology for filling vacancies over an indefinite period of one year, similar to the measures adopted during the pandemic. Wanasivakia criticizes the government's decisions, saying they were adopted in the absence of a preliminary analysis that should factor in the hard realities in the system. In response to such criticism, Health Minister Alexandru Rafila expressed hope that the Finance Ministry would adopt, over the course of this week, the memos for the filling of vacancies in hospitals under the Health Ministry's administration, as well as in those managed by local authorities. Minister Rafila told Radio Romania a few thousand jobs will be made available, first and foremost addressing physicians, including those who took the specialty exam at the end of last year, as well as nurses and auxiliary staff. In turn, Finance Minister Marcel Bolos, who needs to greenlight this move and disburse the necessary funds, estimates the problem will be settled this week. The final decision rests with Prime Minister Marcel Ciolacu. And that has wrapped up our newscast. Focus on Romania. Next up in this broadcast, it's Song of the Day. Today's program features Smiley's latest single, People, a signal of awareness of the truly important things and people in our lives. Sfințat parul unde chiuleam Intră pe poartă profesoara 
Arată ce-s chiar Da, da, da Mă grăbesc chiar Da, da, da Mersudesc dar Că în filmul meu Eu am rol principal Sunt important Da, da, da Sunt esențial Da, da, da Dacă m-aș vedea prin ochii tăi M-aș pierde în fundal Oameni Ne-am cam pierdut între oameni Și nu You are listening to Radio Romania International. Inside Romania. Hello and welcome. As usual, we start the year with a review of the most interesting topics covered in 2023. We set out to tell you surprising stories, and we think we succeeded. Thus, in January, we stopped at the first educational park opened in our country and found out from Ana Maria Pascaro, Director of Marketing and Communications, what offer they have come up with for children between the ages of four and 14. Dacă vă aduceți aminte, pe vremuri se făceau vizite la locul de muncă al părinților. Acum înțeleg că aceste lucruri se mai întâmplă, dar nu în toate companiile. If you remember, in the olden days, visits were made to the parents' workplace. Now we understand that these things still happen, but not in all companies. But here, at Destiny Park, is practically the place where children come for the first time, most of them in connection with certain jobs. That is, we go from the IT area to medicine, agriculture, industry, chemical laboratories, airplane pilots, and car pilots. It's all very attractive to them because they're playing and learning at the same time. In the spring, we found out that the first edition of an event that can create a tradition took place. The best wine grower in Romania contest. It is about a national competition in dry pruning grapevines. The competition had the role of bringing to the fore a category of specialists increasingly difficult to find, but whose work in the vineyard is essential in obtaining a good wine, as we learned from Marinela Ardelan, ambassador of the Open Romania Wine Program, founder of Wines of Romania, and co-founder of the international wine festival called Row Wine. Este vorba despre un eveniment prin care ne-am propus să celebrăm, să sărbătorim viticultorii și viticultura. It is about an event through which we propose to celebrate wine growers and viticulture at the same time in Romania. We often talk about wine, about oenology, less about those without whom we would not be able to enjoy the good wines that Romania has to offer. 
namely the wine growers. This is exactly where this idea came from. The need on the one hand to highlight a lesser known world, on the other hand, every action that contributes to increasing the quality of wine and the industry is very important. So highlighting these professionals implicitly emphasizes an extremely important area when it comes to quality, namely the vine and how it is processed or worked. In the summertime, we took you to Orada to tell you about the European Tram Driver Championship. Adrian Revnik, the general manager of the Orada local transport company, told us. La Oradea a avut loc a 10-a ediție acestui campionat european de condus tramvaiul, campionat european al vadmanilor. In Oradea, the 10th edition of this European Tram Driver Championship, we already believe that this championship has become a tradition. It started as an effort by transport companies in Europe to promote urban public transport and also to create links between Romanian cities. This year, 25 teams participated in Orada from 24 European cities, many capitals of Europe, many metropolises, many beautiful cities. Toward the end of the year, we met Alexandru Benka, the blind Romanian mountaineer who aims to climb the Seventh Summit Circuit, of which he has already climbed three. He has a fascinating life story. I learned this walk on the mountain gradually. I would like to say that this was not easy in the beginning. When I went for the first laps, I didn't know how to use the tracking sticks. Before Mont Monk, I learned to use them and it helped me a lot. And many people ask me how I manage on the mountain, how I orient myself. If the path is wider, I walk next to the guide. I hold on to his arm and with the other hand probe the terrain using the tracking sticks. It's already automatic. First you feel with a stick, you feel that it's a path, that is something stable, and then you put your foot down. If the path is narrow, I walk behind the guide, hold on to his backpack, and at the same time I use the stick to balance myself. On glaciers, the guide walks in front of me about 2-3 meters away. We are tied together by a rope. And in this case, I use both sticks to walk on the path. And we, we invite you to stay with us this year for more interesting stories about Inside Romania.
This is Radio Romania International. Cultural event. Welcome to Cultural Event. I'm Ana Maria Popescu. Shot in the spectacular scenery of the Piatra Craiului Mountains, Refuge, Castelul Creiței in Romanian, the new film directed by Liviu Mărghidan tells the story of two siblings who live in different countries after their parents' divorce and who are reunited during an annual hiking trip. Everybody's plans and holidays are radically changed after the children go missing in a secret trip to a mountain refuge. The trails in the mountains are all authentic and the Mountain Rescue Service also contributed to the production. The process was complex with no stand-ins used in the shooting. The cast, including Drago Solaru, Judith State, Adela Marquidan and Radu Marquidan, took part in special climbing training sessions before the shooting, and all the scenes were shot with the actors themselves. This is something I would do again any time. There were very intense days of shooting, we all overcame our limitations, but we won an experience we will never forget and the meetings we've had so far with the public told us we managed to touch them as well. This is what you want from a movie, said the producer Roxandra Flonta. I loved everything about this movie, starting with the concept and all the way down to the production. Most films these days, and especially Romanian ones, lack this element, the nature, the environment. Or even if we see some wildlife, I think it is not properly capitalized on, not to the extent it deserves. This is why I was interested in Liviu Margidan's previous projects as well, the sentries and the sentries of the Delta, which were also made outdoors and brought to the forefront some unique landscapes in Romania, such as the Danube Delta. Similarly, I believe this area, right at the foot of Mount Piatra Craiului, deserves to be seen and promoted. The script also played a major role. I think it was amazing. But we started out from this location, from this landscape, and it wasn't very difficult for us to build the plot starting from the location, because the family ties in the film are common to all people. Screenwriter Alexandro Popa is the one who turned our ideas into a script and I must admit that he was very patient with us because we went through several versions before the final one. We had even found some changes and a sequel for the final version as well, but we gave it up. Described by critics as a kind, warm, clear and painful movie which tells a handful of people a story about another world through image, the sounds of nature and text, the third film by the director Liviu Margidan was also very well received by the public. Refuge had its Romanian premiere last summer at the Transylvania International Film Festival and was also in the official selection of the Alpin Fest, where it received the Audience Award, Anonymal Festival and Bucharest International Film Festival. You have been listening to Cultural Event.
Next in this program, sports. Welcome to the Athlete of the Week with me, Eugen Nasta. The recently held IHF World Women's Championships brought the women's international competition season to a standstill for about a month. The season has been resumed, with a new stage as part of the European Cups. Five Romanian teams have been proving their mettle in the Champions League and the EHF European League, respectively. They are CSM Bucharest, Rapid Bucharest, Dunara Brila, Gloria Bistrița and CSM Târgujiu. CSM Bucharest this past weekend had an excellent run, trouncing Montenegro's Butuchnosht Podgorica 44-26. CSM was lucky enough to have Cristina Nago on the pitch in top shape. At the recently held World Championships, Cristina was part of the lineup, but she only played one single game, the fixture against Germany in the main group, having been incompletely recovered from an injury. In this past Sunday's game, Cristina Nagu was again her team's top handballer, and the seven goals she scored mattered a lot in CSM's confrontation against Budučnost. Reason enough for Radio Romania International to designate Cristina Nagu the Athlete of the Week. Cristina was born in Bucharest on August 26, 1988. She made her debut at the school sports club number no. 5. In 2006, Cristina Nago turned pro, being signed up by Rolmeldo from Brasov. Then she had a stint with Old Kim Rumniku Vulcha. In 2010, playing for Old Kim, Cristina Nago reached as far as the Champions League's final. When Old Kim was dismantled, Nago was signed up by Budučnost Podgorica, winner of the Champions League in 2015. Since 2017, Cristina Nago has been playing for CSM Bucharest. In 2010, 2015, 2016 and 2018, the IHF designated Cristina Nago the world's best handballer. Cristina thus became the first handballer in history who won the title four times. After the IHF Women's World Championship in December, when the Romanian national team wasted the opportunity to qualify to the Olympic Games in Paris, Cristina Nago announced her retirement from the national team. As a Romanian national team player, Cristina Nago won two bronze medals, in 2010 at the European Championship, jointly hosted by Denmark and Norway, and at the World Championships in Denmark in 2015. And that's all from Sports Today. You can also access our sport items at rri.io and on Facebook. You are listening to Radio Romania International. Next in the program, we have a tribute feature for three musicians. Last week, we had a few musician birthdays, among them composer Florian Lungu, lyricist Mike Godoroja, and guitarist and vocalist Adrian Dino Schwartz. Let us listen today to a selection of their creations, starting with The Cinema of Yore a song composed by Florian Lungu and interpreted by the great singer Aurelian Andrescu. Timpul 
fotograful de altă dată. Taina neuitate lor iubit sau gândul tău rostit doar din privire și toate bucuriile trecute le reînviați azi poi filmele mute Zâmbeam fără să știu pentru ce și te priveam prin întunericul sălui Gândul acela din ecu se adună De atunci sunt ani Și suntem tot împreună by octogenarian composer Florian Lungu, dating back to 1969, is Evening Has Fallen, lyrics by poet Cecilia Silvestri, and recorded by probably the best voice in Romanian jazz ever, Aura Urciciano.
next artist is guitarist, vocalist, and teacher Adrian Dino Schwartz from Timisoara, currently in Germany. Four decades ago, the musicians set up the band Abra, and last year they recorded their song Tape Camp to My Body, composed by the band leader. Să mă pierd Am crezut că mi-e totul Lasă-mă din nou să cred Că înfrunt mereu Last week, we also celebrated the birthday of Mike Godoroja, headliner of the band Blue Spirit. We end this feature with their new song, Cristina, from Blue Spirit's eponymous album, Seem to be Launched. Când ai apărut Cristina 
You are listening to Radio Romania International. Next in the program, new names on the cover. Welcome to a new edition in our new names on the cover series. I'm Eugen Nasta. Lots of things to throw at you this week, folks, as the Romanian literary scene is teeming with events early into 2024. First, a quick mention of the Romanian Cultural Institute project roundup in 2023. Then we have the awardees and the nominees of the recently held Young Writers Gala. A remarkable debut book by a high school student was launched at the Gaudamus Book Fair in late November 2023. So stay tuned. The Romanian Cultural Institute has made public the conclusion of the Cantemir program in 2023. Cantemir is a co-financing program for cultural projects targeting the international environment. Accordingly, the roundup of 2023 included 26 cultural projects carried in 22 countries, in Albania, Austria, Australia, South Africa, Belgium, Bulgaria, Chile, Switzerland, France, Germany, Italy, Indonesia, Great Britain, Mexico, Republic of Moldova, Portugal, Poland, Slovakia, the United States of America, Turkey, Spain and New Zealand. On Sunday, January the 8th, 2024, 
The Young Writers Gala's judging panel made public the Poetry Book Award in 2023, as well as the nominations for the Young Writers Gala, the 14th edition. The 2023 Poetry Book Award went to Kaddish, a volume authored by Radu Vangu and brought out by the Max Blecher Publishing House in Bucharest. As part of the gala's 2023 Young Poet Award section, the nominees were Ligia Keshishian, Maria Martelli, Iona Gac, Vasile Gribincha and Catalin Chuteu. For the gala's 2023 Young Prose Writer Award section, the nominees were Emilia Faur and Alex Oltanu. For the 2023 Young Literary Critic Award, the nominees were Diana Gerdan and Sorin Yagarudina. You are listening to Radio Romania International. Born in Sibiu, Romania in 1978, Radu Vanku is a poet, prose writer, an essayist and translator. Radu Vanku holds a professorship with a Sibiu-based Lucian Blaga University's Faculty of Letters and Arts. Dr. Vanku is also an editor-in-chief with the Transylvania magazine in Sibiu. Over 2019 and 2023, he was the president of the Pen Club Romania. Dr. Vanku is the editor of Poesis International. He also coordinated the Romanian section of Poetry International. Radu Vanku is the organizer of the International Poetry Festival in Sibiu, Poets in Transylvania. Beginning 2002, Dr. Vanku has got nine poetry volumes published, for which he received a number of awards. His poetry was published in approximately 20 foreign languages, in anthologies, magazines or personal volumes. Radu Vanku also got a novel published in 2018 entitled The Transparency, Transparenza in Romanian, as well as two volumes of diaries in 2017 and 2021, for which he also scooped a couple of awards. Dr. Vanku also published two books for children, as well as an anthology of civic texts. Dr. Vanku's academic publications include two essays on Mihai Eminescu and Mircea Ivanescu's poetry, as well as a volume focusing on the relationship modernity has with the humane. He also compiled several anthologies of modern and contemporary Romanian poetry, individually or in collaboration with Mircea Ivanescu, Claudio Comartin or Marius Kivu. Over November the 14th and the 18th, 2023, as part of the Gaudeamus Book Fair organized by Radio Romania, a high school student with the Mihail Kogalnichanu High School in Vaslui, in the northeast, got her debut novel brought out by the Berg Publishers in Bucharest. Her name is Raluca Jakob, and the title of the novel is The Clone. Raluca Jakob started writing at the age of 14 on the internet in the beginning. That is how the clone was made accessible to readers. It is the first volume of fiction as part of a series that Raluca would like to continue writing. Here is what Raluca Jakob says about herself. We quote, About me, 
there are way too many things to say, although my parents would say I spend way too much time on the internet, sitting there and just doing nothing in particular. It is that very opinion, about which I am dead set on believing all parents share, which gives me a starting point, a pretty good one at that, for the topic I am about to dwell upon today. I began to write on the internet, on Wattpad, about two and a half years ago. The clone has been going through many changes. I have been going through many changes as well. We grew up and evolved together. We're each here as a team, while the connection I have with this novel, with this something which occurred just like another pretext to browse the internet, that is tremendous. It is indestructible, and definitely it is something very difficult to understand for those who have never had a personal project which is that far-reaching. The Yash Notes magazine, Nsemnariyashene in Romanian, has sadly lost yet another prominent member of the editorial board. Professor Dumitru Dorobots was a distinguished faculty member of the Yash-based Alexandru Ioan Cusa's English Language and Literature Department. The late Dr. Dorobots had a top-flight academic career. His professorship included main courses in English medieval and Renaissance literature, as well as special courses among which Shakespeare's styles, the Bible and literature, and English language teaching methodology. Dr. Dorobots was the head of the English language and literature department over 1992 and 1996. Between 1995 and 1996, he was a Fulbright visiting lecturer with the Washington University in Seattle, where he taught courses in Romanian culture and civilization at the Jackson School of International Studies and the Department of Slavic and East European Languages. Professor Dorobots had an inborn teaching talent. A very demanding professor, he loved his job while his students, now spread around the world far and wide, remained grateful to him irrespective of their subsequent career paths. Dr. Dorobots was an academic, but he also was a man. His career was based on the fact that, one generation after the next, students and teachers alike made him known and made him famous. Much feared and respected initially, Professor Dumitru Dorobots did not pass unnoticed career-wise. Despite his discretion, the students have always perceived him as one of the star teachers, in that he had a meaningful and vivid relationship with his students, who later in life became professors in universities around the world. Professor Dumitru Dorobats never knew how grateful his former students were for his boundless selflessness and his flawless friendship. Professor Dorobots also contributed articles to publications from Romania or from abroad, the Romanian House, Harvard, California. He also got his volume, The Reception of Shakespeare in Romania, published in Washington, Seattle. That's all we had time for in this week's New Names on the Cover. I'm Eugen Nasta in Bucharest for Radio Romania International. Bye for now. 
focus on Romania. Coming up next on Radio Romania International. Simply Folk. Welcome to Simply Folk with Mila Kramara Simeon. Today's program features Doina Timo, a native of Bukovina, who will be performing the song Down the River Moldavia. And with that, our broadcast in English for listeners in Western Europe and Africa has come to an end. You can listen to our next program for Western Europe at 1800 hours UTC on 11.630 kHz in the DRM system. Listeners in Africa can receive our programs tomorrow at 1200 hours UTC on 21.470 kHz. We can also be heard on the internet at www.rri.ro channel 1. If you have any comments or suggestions, please write an email at engl at rri.ro. Goodbye.